Hey everyone, welcome to the Comic Vine podcast for the week beginning what is it? March 13th, 2017. I am Tony Guerrero and Matt is not here. Matt Elfring is not here. He uh, he might be joining us in maybe by before we, we end the show today. Um, he had to run out. So you guys just get me extra wait, hang on, where is my coffee? Yeah, so there may be some pauses and hopefully I'll edit them out as I take a, a sip of my morning coffee. So hopefully you all had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw Kong Gull Island. I did not see that. Uh, there was a, a screening, but I wasn't able to go because of London. There's also a screening <laughs> uh, for, for Beauty and the Beast, which I also missed. But we do have reviews for both of those on GameSpot.com slash Universe. So Universe is our entertainment section on GameSpot. So uh, you go to GameSpot, you know, for all your video game stuff. GameSpot.com slash Universe is all the entertainment stuff. So that's where Matt and I spend a lot of our time doing stuff as well as on, on Comic Vine. So you can find out how that was. Um, apparently, there's some, some mixed reviews. I'm, I'm hearing different things about Kong Skull Island. Um, it, at first, when, when the screening first happened, it seemed like people dug it. And then I was kind of hearing some things like maybe they didn't dig it so much. As far as the box office goes, I'll just jump right into it. So number 10 was La La Land with $1.8 So that's still still hanging in there. And what didn't that come out like December? I, I can't remember. Um, yeah, because it, yeah, it must have been before the end of the year because it's it's getting all the awards. So it's still in the 2016 awards. Um, Met Opera La Traviata made $1.8 million. I don't know if that's one of those one night only. I'm like, I, I don't know about you guys. My theater once they they I forgot the who who puts it who who runs it, but they'll do these live performances like a one night showing so you can watch it. So like if you can't see some opera thing or some musical or something like that, they'll have a performance, but it's filmed. I I I, I don't know what that's like because I've never seen one, and. That that can't be from a one night only. I I could be totally thinking the wrong thing, and people may be laughing at me. But one point eight million, so it must have made just a tiny bit more than La La Land. John Wick, I still have not seen, is at number eight with two point seven million. Hidden Figures is my daughter saw that last week. She went on a field trip. They saw it. She said it was really good. Two point eight million. Before I Fall is three point one. I'm drawing a blank on that. Lego Batman movie is number five with seven point eight million. The Shack is number four, 10.1 million. Get out. Is that 21.1 million? My daughter really wants to see it. She, and it, it's my daughter's, it's not like, like, can we, she's like, when are we going to see get out? And you know, it's, it's like, there's no, I was like, it's radar. So there's, there's no, no question. It's, so she's, she's got this great approach. this great logic. It's not like, Hey, can we go see this? It's just like, when are we going to see it? So I don't know. Um, I, I do want to see it. I'm, I'm itching to see that. I, it's, it's one of the movies that we had on our 2017 most anticipated movies or whatever you want to call that. And there's this cord that's in the way for my chair. There we go. Trying to get optimal position in front of the mic. But yeah, so uh, 21.1 million for Get Out. I'm, I'm curious what the total box office is for that. I could look it up, but I am not going to do that right now. So someone let me know in the comments. Uh, let's see, number two, whoa, 
Logan dropped down to number two, thirty-seven point nine million. But that's still for a second week. That's that's pretty good. I think I, I saw someone tweet. I saw a headline that Logan might be the. I don't know. Is that possible that Logan's the biggest uh, movie of two thousand seventeen so far? Biggest box office. I mean. What else has come out this year? I, I, I don't know. I'm curious about that, too. Number one with, was Kong Skull Island, $61 million. So I'm curious, what is, does that attribute to? Because, you know, like I said, I think the reviews were so-so. So I wonder, is it, you know, do people really want a huge, you know, giant monster type movie type thing? Or is it because of the cast? Rotten Tomatoes, critics have it at 79% and audiences at 76%. Versus Logan, critics have it at 92%. Audiences have it at 93 So there, there is, it's been well received. But I wonder, I mean, you got Tom Hiddleston, you got Brie Larson, you got Samuel Jackson, you got John Goodman. I mean, there's so many people in this movie. It's, it's almost, to me, it feels like there's too many people. So I wonder how much did the movie cost to make? Because I think they did go on location somewhere. And of course, there's going to be tons of green screen, but they had to do some shots. And then, you know, filming this giant ape, you know, that, that couldn't have been cheap. But you have to wonder how much did the actors get paid? You know, are they willing to take a cut or, you know, take some, you know, back end payment instead of the front end? Or So it's like... I haven't seen a movie, so I don't know how crucial everyone is. It's like, do you need to have... It's great that they have these... I mean, a lot of great actors in there, so that really sells the movie. So I'm curious, did that help the movie in part? Like, were some people who wouldn't normally have seen the movie, like, hey, I like, you know, so-and-so, I'm going to go check this out. Because with Godzilla, you know, the, the two, you know, we had... What's his... Can't think of the kick-ass guy, um, Quicksilver. I mean, you had him and Elizabeth Olsen. They're not, you know, as great as they were, as much as I like the two of them, they're not like huge, big, you know, box office draws. And I don't know how much, how well that movie did either. I mean, it's Monday, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what people thought of that, like non-critics. And, you know, because people always say critics don't know what they're talking about, you know. I saw this thing about that over the weekend. Someone complaining. So there you go. That is your box office. Speaking of this weekend, so part of the reason I well, I'm I'm going to blame this is is I went on a hike one day, so that that was nice. And then just yesterday, you know, daylight savings. I know a lot of people complain about it. I'm not really complaining about it. Like this morning, I was wide awake, and you know, I was ready to go. I'm a little tired now because it's been. A few hours since I get up, since I get up super early. But yesterday was was just kind of a lazy day. I'm still a little sick from before going to London, and so I'm still just trying to get rid of the the, the final bits of that. Yeah, so we didn't do anything. I I did watch Beetlejuice with my daughter on Saturday because I don't think I've seen that since it, it came out, and it was interesting <laughs> to watch that again. And seeing my daughter's reaction, because, you know, sometimes she's been a little resistant of old effects in movies because it looks so cheesy. And, you know, when you're, you're not, does your, you know, people are spoiled these days, but, you know, movies look really good now. 
I mean, you know, I'd say, yeah. So there are some parts that looked pretty rough, but but she said she she liked the movie, so that that's good. So I'm, I'm glad she was open to that and not just like you know laughing at the attempts of, of the movie. But it was it was such a weird movie. I mean, it, it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's 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 a little dark. I mean, it was a Tim Burton movie, but. It's just, just a little bit, and and yeah, his movies are weird and quirky, but this was weird, like in a different way. It, it wasn't so much quirky as it's just some weird. So if you haven't seen Beetlejuice, I, I think, I think the is it the fortieth is coming up, the thirtieth, thirty fifth. I don't know. I, I'm I'm bad, it, but it's anniversary coming. I think is next year. Uh, and then yesterday we watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so we just decided to do a you know '80s weekend. And she had heard of it, and you know, she, uh, maybe some of her friends had, had seen it, so she wanted to see that. And that—that's the movie that when I was teaching, teaching AP statistics, where you know you finish the class basically the first week of May, because that's when you take the AP test to, to try to get college credit for the course. Um, you know, you basically have a month, and and the kids worked their butts off, you know, because they they would come in after school and, and weekends, we do practice tests and all this stuff. So I would always try to find some mathematical type movies. I, I taught math and sometimes I throw in Ferris Bueller is just a, it's not really about math, but it's kind of about school and it's the end of the year. And so uh, she, she enjoyed that. And if you have not seen Ferris Bueller's day off, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Besides you got to see that. It is a classic. So, and it's, it's also funny watching that, and then thinking about Deadpool and just, you know, it's like there's so much in Ferris Bueller. It's like maybe they should do a team-up. Maybe we should have a crossover. All right, what else uh, do we have? Uh, so, so yeah, I mentioned Beauty and the Beast. That opens in theaters on Friday, Friday the 17th. So it sounds like it's basically the, the movie, the, I mean the cartoon made live action. That's good, but if it doesn't really offer anything more, I mean, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not like absolutely, you know, you know, 100% the same because, you know, I know there is a new character that's created and we'll have to see. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to see it this weekend or, yeah, coming up weekend. Also this weekend, I believe Train Spotting 2 is out. So Matt and I, I think we talked about that last week where it was unclear because it opened in Edinburgh on March well, it wasn't March 3rd. It was before that. I think it was the end of February. So uh, I'm dying to see that. But I don't know. I don't usually do like two weekend, two movies in the same weekend. Next week, I think, I think it's next week, is Power Rangers. The reason I bring that up this week is last Thursday, there was this uh, virtual reality, this VR thing here in, in San Francisco. So, you know, I, I got an invite to this thing. So I was like, okay, I'm not really sure what this is. And it was like, you know, do VR, you know, experience VR experience, experience the experience with the cast of, of Power Rangers and, and you know, for Q&A. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go. I mean, it was, it was like a, less than a mile. It was Maybe it was like around a mile from, from the office. So I, I went over there and it was a, um, a VR studio. And... W- it's like open source. So, you know, you can create, you know, your own stuff in there. And basically once I got in, I haven't really done any VR 
because I'm always hesitant to do it here in the office because I don't trust people around here. And I could just see them, you know, trying to mess with you while you got, you know, your, your big goggles on and you're immersed in the world and, you know, they're going to try to freak you out or something. So I, I adjusted to it right away, you know, because I guess some people get nauseous over it, but it, it was, it was really cool to be there, you know, to see your, you know, your arms moving and talking because, you know, I was, I was talking to someone that was in another office and they were probably like maybe 40, 50 miles away up North. But it was weird because, you know, they're, we're like face to face, just, just talking. So it was so weird. And then, you know, once I got the hang of it, you know, we would, I just explored a little bit, this like kind of hub area, uh, the, the, the event was going to start. So we had to go into this other, through this portal or whatever to get to the theater. And, you know, you, you go in the lobby and there's like power Rangers, like, you know, stuff, sign signage and stuff like that. And then you go into the theater, there's like some seats and then some seats up front. There's a stage. There's a couple like Zords, whatever, you know, uh, off on either side of of the, the theater in the back. So we're just all kind of hanging out. And cause you know, this was, this wasn't open to everyone. You know, you had to be invited to this cause they didn't want to have it, you know, tons of people. But you know, you, you see different people with their avatars, you know, people had their own custom. They just gave me some dude avatar and, you know, so you, we're just walking around and trying to sit. And then finally it started so the moderator comes out and, you know, they, the cast comes out. So the cast, their avatars looked like them. You know, again, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a hundred percent, but you know, you, you knew who you were talking to. So we, we saw like a clip from a movie that hadn't been shown before. And then it was just like Q and A. So to answer some questions, like, you know, what was it like? And, uh, you know, if they could choose another color, what would it be? And, you know, have they bought any of their, their, action figure stuff and, you know, different things like that. But throughout the whole time, I mean, you could see that this was their first time doing VR as well. So, you know, people are kind of getting distracted in the middle of it, you know, like jumping and, you know, moving around or like, what are you doing? And, you know, they, so it, it was, a, it was a cool experience. And then after the press conference was over, I was allowed quote unquote backstage. And this was even less people we got to go into this other, it wasn't backstage, it was like this other weird world where there's this, you know, huge Zords and stuff like that. And it was very open. Uh, the cast were in their actual like Power Ranger suits back here. And we were just, just hanging out and again, doing different things and, you know, checking out the technology because, you know, they, they came up to me, they saw me, they're like, oh, look at this guy, look at that chiseled chin. And I was like, yeah, that, that's me in real life, right? <laughs> so... It, it was just really, it was just so laid back and just, you know, because we, we found out, you know, you could shrink your avatar, you can grow giant and you can fly. And so it was a very cool. I was probably with the VR helmet or mask goggle for like over an hour. And I mean, the only problem I had was I was, you know, standing the whole time, but it, it, that was a, a cool thing. We saw a, a second clip too for the movie. So we'll have to see how, how that goes. Friday was also Buffy the Vampire Slayer's 20th anniversary. So if you are a fan, you should watch. Um, you should have celebrated. If you have not seen it, just check it out. You know, the show was very groundbreaking. You know, it, it did a lot of things that other shows started doing afterwards. So there's that. They are all uh, I mean, seven seasons are on Netflix, but it is ending this month. 
it is going to be leaving because as I, I, I rewatched a bunch of episodes cause I, you know, I did a top 10. I had an idea which ones, you know, I wanted to include, but then I wasn't, you know, just to d- decide on a final order. I had to rewatch, you know, those episodes just to make sure. And just to remind myself, cause it's been, you know, 13 to 20 years since I I've seen those. I didn't start watching it from the beginning. I think I, I jumped on maybe season two or three. Cause when I first heard, you know, I saw the movie, which has nothing really to do. I mean, it's sort of, but it's not really related to the show. And I wasn't a big fan of the movie. And then when the show started, I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know if this is for me and, you know, just the time everything. But then I think I started watching like the the repeats, the reruns on FX when it was syndicated. So maybe that was like season three. I don't know when it, they, it started, when it went into syndication. But then I was like, like, oh, this is kind of, kind of, kind of cool. You know, I kind of like this. It's, you know, it's, it's funny. It's different. It's, you know, it's not trying to take itself seriously and, you know, being and failing at that. So I, I enjoyed it. And then, you know, they did a spinoff, uh, Angel. So you had that. Um, also this weekend, I'm just jumping all over the place. We had a new trailer for Wonder Woman. So this trailer showed kind of more of her origin and that's something that when I went to so I went to London in case you didn't listen to last week's episode and we, uh, I got to go to the editing one of the London editing studio or whatever um, that they have there and you know we we heard a lot about the story basically you know we the whole her time on Themyscira was described and you know I so I posted an article on GameSpot and Comic Vine about that we saw some some footage. It looks really good. So I know a lot of people are hesitant. You know, for some people, you know, some people did not like Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, or Suicide Squad. Other people did. This is not like those movies. You know, so it's and, and I'm not saying that those movies are good or bad because you know I I like Suicide Squad better than BVS. Um, you know, I wouldn't say either movie was horrible. You know, I, I had issues with, with both and more so with BVS, but Wonder Woman, you know, Patty Jenkins, uh, and I think I mentioned this last week, you know, she had been involved in different stages, you know, trying to make a movie or wanting to make a movie for, for, for years, for like a decade, over a decade. And just hearing her talk, I mean, just hearing her talk is, is enough to sell the idea of, of the movie. So it, it's, it looks really good. And then the trailer shows a lot that, you know, you, you can see now what I did. So I did a trailer breakdown and I used the insight that I gained from this trip from, from, you know, seeing the footage and from talking to, to Patty Jenkins and talking to the, the Warner brothers uh, liaison. And so I was able to, put more detail into, you know, just a regular trailer breakdown because, you know, I, I have a little more insight because of what I was told and, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily, you know, trying to brag or anything like that, but you can see more of what, what the different scenes actually mean. So it's, it's pretty cool. So check out the trailer breakdown. It is on both GameSpot and Comic Vine. So you can see what to expect. And again, I, I think it's, it's, going to be good. So I, I, I cannot wait to see that movie. I'm, I'm really excited for that one. Uh, other things I posted five reasons. I think it was five reasons. You should watch iron fist. 
So that that starts this Friday, the 17th, on Netflix. Now, this is a show where apparently a lot of people are not happy with the show. And I, you know, I, I would say I didn't love the show, but I know in no way thought it was like a horrible piece of, you know, whatever, you know, however people are, are, are describing it. Uh, the, the main thing I would say, you know, there are some pacing issues where like one character, you know, all of a sudden you, you know, they, they kind of take this turn where like something, uh, a new development happens for them. And it's just like, wait, where did that come from? And it's just, you know, it's like by episode three, you're like, huh? And then, you know, the other main thing I'll say is there is a tournament that happens at some point and which is cool. I mean, it's great. I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's, it's an IMDB, but I'll just say bride of nine spiders. Awesome. My, my problem with the tournament is the reason behind the tournament, like the, the, the motive, the prize or whatever that just felt like, uh, and, and, you know, maybe it was a matter of convenience for the, the sake, you know, trying to get the story in there. I'm really curious what's going to happen at the end um, after that. Because, like, when I saw Luke Cage, I, I enjoyed Luke Cage, you know, the first six episodes. And then I started watching again. And it, it, it took a while. You know, I didn't immediately dive into and, you know, watch the rest. Like, I, I, need, I need to watch the, the rest of the episodes. That didn't happen as, as much as I, I like Luke Cage. And there's nothing that I, I didn't like it or anything like that. It's just that. It was a matter of time and then, I guess, priority where it wasn't like, I, I, I got to watch this now. It was just like, was like yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll get to it. But I just, you know, it, it took me a while. So with Iron Fist, though, I am curious about the second half. And I don't know if it's, it's just because I, I like Iron Fist more than, than Luke Cage. You know, Luke Cage is cool and everything, but I, I think... The, the difference I have with the two is Luke Cage has always been kind of kind of straight. You know, he's he's serious and, and Iron Fist has been a, a little, you know, not necessarily that he's a, you know, joke, a jokester or anything like that. But, you know, he, he's maybe because, you know, he's got the kung fu or the martial arts. So he's, you know, jumping around and moving around and where Luke Cage is just kind of like a, a walking tank and just, you know, plowing through or punching people. So I'm really curious to see what happens in the second half of, of Iron Fist. And, you know, there's supposed to be like maybe another villain's going to pop in that we don't know about. So uh, I, I'm I'm interested in that. So, again, it goes with the critics. And this is where I I, I don't know what's going on. And I was, I was talking to a couple people from CBR on Twitter. And, you know, because I, I guess they, you know, didn't hate it like everyone else. So I, I don't know what, what it is and it, it, whether it's expectations are so high because, you know, some of the other shows were just so good and that works against the other show. I mean, I don't there, – there is something to comparing the shows or, you know, the, the having a basis. You know, it's in the same universe. It's the same tone or not necessarily the same tone, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. So, yeah, it's going to be a natural thing or, or urge to compare them. But on the other hand, it's also it's a different thing. You know, it's it's a it's a different character property, even though it's, it's Marvel and it's a Netflix Marvel universe or whatever. But I don't I you know I don't see the reason to have to compare them. Like I wouldn't necessarily want to or think to compare Daredevil and Jessica Jones because totally different. You know, Jessica Jones just attitude and outlook and everything, 
and you know it got dark and it got dark in a different way from the daredevil seasons so i i don't i don't know why people didn't like it so much you know i i read some of the reviews and you know there is a couple people complaining about that you know they got a white dude to, to play iron fist and We've talked about this. I I don't want to dredge this up, but you know he's a white character, and and yes, it sucks that there's no lead roles for you know other you know races, but at the same point, that's who the character is. And, and I saw some uh, a a person uh, you know an Asian person tweet this, and you know he says I'm not speaking for everyone, but I think it would be you know a bigger insult to cast an Asian in this role just because of the martial arts. So that to me, that seems like that would be stereotypical. It's like we're going to do a comic book show. The guy knows martial arts. Let's cast an Asian. It's like no, you you look at who the character is. You cast someone that looks like the character, that can hopefully act like the character. And so there are those instances where maybe the character doesn't look exactly, or maybe the actor doesn't look exactly like the character, but they they can act their butts off. So. You know, it, it's it's debatable. There's this whole thing, and Hollywood, it, it sucks. That's just how it is. I don't know, and, and that's it shouldn't be just how it is. But I don't think, you know, you should specifically say, okay, we are not going to audition any white actors because we want to diversify, we, you know, do all this stuff. So I would say, you know, check out Iron Fist. You know, see it for yourself. Um, you know, don't to- totally ignore critics because you know i i write stuff too but just you know take what they say don't let it completely sway your opinion you know have be able to form your own opinion and you know you see what a lot of people are saying you can go into cautiously but at the same point i i i would not let someone else say this is so bad you shouldn't see it i'm I'm, okay i'm not going to see it you know i i would want to form my own opinion Okay, what else do we have? Domino Domino has been cast in Deadpool 2. I was going to say Domino 2. So Zazie Beats from Atlanta, from not not the, the city of Atlanta. So she is going to be Domino. Uh, I don't really know much about Deadpool 2 because, you know, there's those talk of X-Force and Deadpool's going to be an X-Force. And so we'll have to see <clears throat> what's going to happen. Excuse me. I'm Like I said, I'm, I'm still sick, so... I will try not to cough into the microphone, and if I do cough, I will try to edit it out. If I miss it, I, I apologize. Um, I just saw this pop up. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. He he keeps this keeps coming up. Uh, he says he does not know if he's in Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. You know, so he it was during an interview. He he was asked if he's in it, and he he's like. He hasn't been told yet. He said, I keep asking, am I in Infinity War? So, I, you know, he, he's done this before. I, and, you know, other actors have done this before where they, they you know, they publicly state something. My, the, the skeptic in me makes me wonder, it's like, you know, is it a, 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 what's it, a financial or is it a, What's the word I'm looking for? My gosh, you know, is is it a money thing basically where they're they're trying to negotiate? It's like like I'll be in it, you know. You you bring this up like this. Now we're looking at this, and, and you know, people reading this are like, yeah, you know, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury should be in it. You know, why 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 wouldn't he? 
And then, you know, you start going to social media and like, like, oh, Marvel, you know, you need to get get on this, get him on there. And then, you know, he can start saying, it's like, oh, yeah, see, people want me in the movie, so you need to pay me more than you were going to pay me. And, and again, not saying that Sam Jackson would do this, but it seems like this happens sometimes. And because at this point, it's like if he's going to be in it, they need to, to, to tell him. You know, they need to make sure his schedule is open because they're apparently, you know, they're already working on it. So, so either he still doesn't know whether it's still open, you know, they can shoot his scenes later, but does that mean he's not going to be in whatever scenes being filmed now? Or I, I don't know what, what the deal is, but it's, it's always weird. Cause I remember at some point and he was, I think he was signed up for nine movies and there was even talk where they were going to do a Nick Fury and shield or but then that was before he decided to do a TV show. So I don't know if that put the kibosh on it. But, and I'm not, I don't even know how many appearances he's done in the movies. So we'll have to have to see what, what happens there. Speaking of TV, actually, speaking of Marvel Studios and movies, we'll go here first. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2, will have a post credit scenes scene. So it's, yeah, you would say that that's a no-brainer. It's a given, but it's not always a given. Because uh, was it Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron didn't have one, so not every single Marvel movie has had an after-credit scene. You know, a lot of times they'll have a mid-credit scene. So James Gunn did say, "Yes, there is one." I, he said something like, "Unless your grandma's dying, don't rush out of the theater." You know, there's something to see. The, the big question is, what will it tease? So, you know, is it the likely thing would be something Avengers Infinity War? You know, maybe Thor. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think anyone from Guardians is going to be in Thor, but the Guardians are supposed to be in a Infinity War. I don't, I don't know what I, if I said that right. So we'll have to see. Wait and see. Okay, TV, Game of Thrones. So season seven. I'm not sure when season seven. There's a uh, it, that's that date's been announced i think it's july but they did talk about season eight which i believe i'm so far behind so you know don't yell at me if i get anything wrong here but i believe season eight is the final season it's only going to be six episodes so yeah that sucks and that's that's unfortunate but at the same time if, if the story if if you have it mapped out if you have the story that you're you want to tell don't you know pad it don't 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 draw it out just just to make you know 10 episodes or 13 episodes or whatever you know if if you look at it and you're like you know we we can tell we can wrap this up in six episodes okay do it one it's going to be cheaper but you know at at the main thing is you know you don't want to mess with the integrity of of the show or, or the storytelling you know so if if it can be done in six six episodes, that's that's how it goes. So we will have to wait and see about that. As far as the X Men, so I am I'm behind on everything. I'm behind on Legion, but the other X Men spinoff show that's been uh, t- in talking. There's been some casting stuff and all that, but it has a working title. So it is not clear. It is this is not the final final title because it may change before, but it is apparently being referred to as gifted right now. 
It's supposed to be with a bunch of new mutants. And I, I think Blink is going to be in there. I'm not sure. I, I should have looked it up because I remember this came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure if it's the same actress that played Blink in Days of Future Past. I would hope so because she, she was really good for what little screen time she was allowed. Um, so that would be interesting to, to try to tie that together. I'm not sure how old. I don't remember how old she looked or appeared to be in that and you know, with the timeline for Days of Future Past. But obviously that's all wiped out, so it doesn't matter. So we'll have to see what the show deals with. You know, Brian Singer's going to be working on the first episode. Supposed to be Sentinels, hunting mutants, and they're on a run. <sighs> we'll see how, how it goes. I mean, it, it could be good. Hopefully it's good. You I mean, Legion is way better than, you know, any people were expecting, I think. So an X-Men show would be cool, but... Again, it's really going to fall down to who, what characters are there? Because you know, you think about X Men, you want you know your you want your your Cyclops, your Jean Greys, your Beast, your Icemans, or your Gambits, your Wolverine. You know, you want the the main characters. We're just going to have here is you know this this mutant here's, here's mutant uh, uh Charlie, and his ability is he can drink coffee really fast. I don't know. I never drink my coffee fast enough and it always like starts getting cold. As I'm trying to drink it now. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm a little little skeptical about a, a X-Men or a X-Men related TV show. I would love for it to be awesome, but you know, they, they can't use the big characters that they use on the big screen, you know, because even trying to get people to do cameos is tough. I mean, because look at Agents of Shield. So we'll see, but I, I will definitely check that out. The last bit of news I have is about Star Wars Celebration. So that is happening in Florida on, I think it's like April 13th. And uh, the big, not, not necessarily big news, but apparently there will not be a celebration in 2018. So it's going to take a year off. Which, you know, maybe that's a good thing, but with, with the fact that there's a new Star Wars movie every year, you would think, you know, there, there's there's definitely that that to go for. Because I, I didn't go last year because it was in London. I would have loved to have gone. But at the same time, you know, flying there is, is, is brutal. Um, but I, I did go two years ago when it was in Anaheim. And, you know, that was before Force Awakens. And I think for me, the one of the highlights... You know, there was there's a trailer reveal, which I did not go there. People people like slept uh, like overnight. You know, there's a huge line to, to get into the theater to see that. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. And I was actually I think I had just landed at the airport when when the trailer launched. But I, I remember the day before seeing people, you know, lining up and, you know, getting ready to sleep out for that. That's that's crazy. So, but but the the highlight I think for me was they had all the costumes, and you know like stormtroopers and and you know Ray's outfit and Finn's outfit. There's this room that had all the stuff, and there was like models of the ships, and you know you get to see Kylo Ren's lightsaber. So all of this was really cool, and and then I remember like the big thing is when you saw Finn's costume, you know with with uh, Poe's jacket. Uh, like there's a little like concept art like sign. Uh, and on the bottom next to it, and he had a lightsaber on his belt. 
And, you know, when we saw that, we're like, what? Why does he have a lightsaber? And then I think that week and over the weekend, they took the sign out. They removed the sign because that was kind of spoilery, I guess. And it's like, what? What's What happened? Why did they take the sign away? But then that's, you know, also where we find out that, you know, they weren't the Empire. as a First Order. And there, there was, they weren't the Rebels. They were the Resistance. And, you know, so that was really cool to see all that. Lots of, of great uh, Star Wars cosplay. I've always been uh, not the biggest fan of Star Wars cosplay at, at regular conventions, but here, you know, people really went above and beyond. And that's not to say that that they don't at normal conventions, but, you know, a lot of times you see, you know, I, 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 was, I was like, it's just going to be stormtroopers and Jedis, you know, people in robes. But but no, it was with much more than that. And so it was, it was really cool. And just, just being, you know, part of all that. So I'm excited. I should be at this year's show. Um, I haven't announced that or mentioned that officially, but Matt and I should be in Florida at Celebration. So if you are going to be there, hopefully we will see you. Um, I need to book my plane and all that stuff. But, but yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. Oh, the last, last, last thing is something that I suggested – they listened to me. No, they didn't. Uh, Logan, it's it's been confirmed that Logan will be, there will be a black and white version on the Blu-ray. So that is awesome that it's not like a separate thing. It's not like, you know, you buy Logan and they'll do Logan special edition black and white version or black and white edition. So uh, when I saw the footage and everything, I was just like, this this movie could be in black and white. And, you know, there was the, the pictures that, that uh, James Mangold re- released and there was something I was, I was like, you know, this could totally be a black and white movie, just the tone and everything. And if you've seen the movie, you, know, you can see, you imagine that. So it'll be cool to, to watch it in black and white and just to see if it has, you know, what, what it does to it. Um, I still haven't seen Mad Max, uh, Fury Road in black and white. I think they, they, they did release that, right? So we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right, let's get into some comics. What comic? I'm still so far behind everything. I, you know, I look at my my iPad because it's just easier for me to, you know, download stuff and and try to catch up instead of you know carrying. I have some issues in my backpack, but then sometimes they get a little abused, and then it's just like, wait, I oh yeah, get this one still sitting here. But then the problem with having on my on my iPad is. When I'm not connected to the internet and I look at my, my library, I have like all these comics and I'm like, oh, which one came out this week? And then I'll click on something. It's like, I haven't read the last two issues. So it's like, um, so going through these, uh, not, not super quickly, but, you know, don't want to dwell too long on things. There's going to be a, a one book in particular that we'll want to get into or I'll want to get into some spoilers. So I have some thoughts about one in, in particular. But uh, I have I turned my iPad on. I got Marvel here. So All-New Wolverine, number 18. So this is the last part of Enemy of the State. Uh, Laura versus Kimura. Kimura, she's the evil, evil, evil person who has just been tormenting Laura. Um, you know, I, I still... I'm trying to remember when she first, first appeared. Because I know I read that story, but... Obviously, she wasn't there in the very first story, you know, when, when X-23 was created. So I don't know if it was 
the second one, Innocence Lost, was that it? You know, after she had left the facility. But, um, you know, the whole thing is she sent X-23 a package with the trigger sent. And then, you know, she, there was this town and she was infected. And then it's like everyone was killed and the shields after her. It was like, whoa what are they going to do? It's not her fault, but she still did it. And what's going to happen. And she was sent to kill tiger, tiger and Madripoor. So I, this was a, a good, good ending to the arc, tying up a lot of different things, but then it's, it's weird. Cause when it, the last page, it's like end, you know, it's, that's it. It's over. It feels like that could have been like the final issue of the series. Thankfully, thank goodness, it is not. There will be an issue 19, and that's one where she has her new outfit. It's more of an armor. It kind of looks more like her X-Force outfit. That's going to be uh, March, April, and April, I guess, next next month. So we have that to look forward to. Um, I just, I, it, it just seems like the, the my main problem, as much as I love the series, and I love what Tom Taylor's doing, it, is the art has just been all over the place. You know, we, we, I don't even know how many different artists there's been. And I, I just hope that they can lock someone in and, you know, make sure that they're, they're good. So we have that Captain America, Steve Rogers, number 13. So this is continuing building up the, the secret empire. Uh, you know, I was really excited, you know, seeing this, what's going on, everything. And then, you know, we found out a couple issues ago. I think it was, yeah, uh, last issue and the issue before where he found out that Taskmaster is aware that, you know, something's going on with, with Captain America because he saw the footage when Steve was on, when Captain America was on, on the jet and he said, Hell Hydra. And then pushed, uh, was it Captain, what's his name? Jack Freedom, Jack America, <laughs> whatever the dude's name is. Free Spirit, no, I. Uh, I'm totally blanking that poor dude, uh, rest in peace. So Taskmaster knows and what's going to happen. The secret empire is coming and I do not want Captain America. I don't want Steve Rogers part of Hydra, but again, you know, it's, it's a change. We know you should know. Everyone should know. It's not... Oh, listen to that. Oh, Hello, hello. We are recording. Oh, cool. Um, so you're back. My my back. We had to go to physical therapy. Okay, I didn't mention why where you're gone, so I wouldn't know if you. Oh no, I really hurt. I really screwed up my back, and I have to be in physical therapy for six weeks. Okay, I just started talking about comics, and uh... <laughs> I haven't read anything. Okay, I've I've read some stuff, so I've just been going through. I mean, it's just been me talking, so. <laughs> be more of the same. Uh, I I just went through all new Wolverine and was talking about uh, Captain America and uh, Secret Secret Empire, and I was just saying I don't want Captain America to be part of Hydra, but everyone should know this is not going to be forever. That you know something's going to happen. He's going to go back. He's going to feel really bad, but it, it'll be interesting to see how this because that's the the next crossover event is Secret Empire. And like uh, Marvel just put out a thing today where Black Widow is recruiting a bunch like the next generation to uh-huh. like um, Totally Awesome Hulk, um, the new Wasp, 
Um, who else was there? Uh, I, I, I posted on, on Instagram. But, you know, it's basically these young heroes that and she's going to try to get them to do something they wouldn't think of doing. And it's like their first time working together. And so that could be cool. <clears throat> and I've been coughing a lot. Um, IVX number six came out. Ugh. <laughs> People are upset about this. What the, so the last issue was, um, I think we can talk about the last issue, right? That was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Whatever, yeah. Because that was that ended with, was it Cyclops or Havoc? I don't know. It was Havoc had Black Bolt locked like in a back to tank? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of crazy. I was actually kind of curious about this issue, even though I'm tired of Marvel over and over again doing the storylines of heroes fighting heroes. Yeah, I feel like that's all they've done for the past, you know, since Civil War, which is the original Civil War is a wonderfully brilliant book. I enjoyed IV- AVX. It was okay. But that everything is just heroes fighting heroes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I should spoil it now or at the end. Because I feel like if we do it at the end, I might forget. I mean, I don't think people are going to care if we spoil it. Because so many people are upset. Mm-hmm. So a couple minutes. you know, Fast forward two minutes. Uh, so basically, you know, because what was revealed before is that Cyclops died early on. Like, you know, I think it was the first issue they, they revealed that. So everyone thinks that Black Bolt killed him, but he didn't. You know, Emma Frost orchestrated that or whatever. Yeah. And so basically, they they do away with the Terrigen Mist, I think, something like that. So the mutants are safe. They're able to negate that. And there was one point that then humans were like, why didn't you tell us that this was going to kill you? It's like, you've known this. That's why Beast has been working with you. But it was just kind of like this, you know, you attacked us and, you know, it's just our future. And then the mutants are like, well, this is killing us now. And, you know, it was just seemed kind of weird. But basically, <clears throat> it ended with Emma Frost. You know, her whole thing is she was upset because her, her boyfriend was killed. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's like villain mode now and, and all that. So, I don't know. So, yeah, Emma Frost fans are not happy. Because you know she's she's kind of you know come come away comes came away comes has come far. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> she's she's good. <laughs> Anyways, moving far. on. <laughs> so so there's that. <clears throat> but obviously you know there's a bunch of X Men books coming out, Resurrection and all that. So you know you have an idea. You know something's going to happen. Which speaking of um, one of the the things that came out last week was Astonishing X Men that Charles Soule is going to be writing. It has Old Man Logan, has Psylocke, has Phantom X, has Bishop. Um, I forget who else. Angel or someone? Gam- I don't know who else. But there's going to be no leader on that, that team. Because, you know, here's all these, these people who don't get along very well. And, yeah. and someone tweeted to me. They're like, like, oh, I wonder who's going to lead that. So I was like, that's a good question. You know, maybe Charles Soule could tell us. And then he replied, and he's like, "There is no leader. It's an like a it's an ensemble cast. So that'll be interesting that you have all these experienced X Men who are kind of rough. You know, they don't always play by you know Xavier's rules. You know, mm-hmm. they they've been known to cross lines. So they're all going to work together. And then you know, so what that's what's that going to be like when they're out in the field? Like, hey, you know, go go take that guy out, and they're like, screw you, I'm going to go do. You know, everyone's going to be doing their own thing. So that could make some more drama, you know, to mix things up rather than have you know a well 
squeaky squeaky wheel, well run oil, well oiled machine. I am yeah. not good at coming up with any words this morning. It sounds like you didn't get a lot of sleep because of daylight savings. No, I, I was fine. Like I'm a little tired now, but when I woke up and I was like, like on a ferry, I was wide awake because a lot of times I'm like falling asleep on a ferry in the morning, especially on Mondays. Yeah, but I was awake and you know trying to read more comics. Um, I th- I think I got you know enough sleep yesterday, <clears throat> but yeah. So we'll we'll have to see how how that goes. Um, the unbelievable Gwenpool mm-hmm. came out this week and so this is a like part two where their arcade my my favorite yes <laughs> no not really um the arcade is actually one of my favorite x-men villains well then you might want to read these he can well you should be you should be reading um electra uh you know i i don't think i finished the first issue but anyways we'll get to that in just a sec um so deadpool you know has a bunch has gwenpool and the other uh team modoc people like like uh, Batroc Z Leaper and the other people, they're mm-hmm. fighting, and then Deadpool is is there, so you know they're trying to fight him. And but what's interesting about this? So for those who don't know Gwenpool very well, she is from another dimension where she read comic books, so she knows a lot of what's going on. It's like she she knows she's in a comic book, and like there is when she she first saw Thor. She knew that Thor was Jane Foster. No one, you know, no one knows that. So there's little things like that. And then, so the interesting thing is, so now she's meeting Deadpool. And then, you know, you can imagine how that might go. And then he's like, like, oh, you know, someone, a fellow, you know, fourth wall breaker or whatever. But then when they're fighting, he says, "Um, so you know you're in a comic book your own comic book, you know, all this stuff like that. He's like, well, I've never heard of you. Your name is Gwen. I guarantee anyone who doesn't read this thinks you're Gwen Stacy. <laughs> so that's kind of kind of true. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know who's heard of me? Everyone. <clears throat> Bo Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying, man. I was like, my, uh, I, I've been sick since before London. And I, I cannot kick this. Um, Jessica Jones, I did not read. I wanted, I was going to read it this morning. Same thing with Kingpin. Did you read the first issue of Kingpin? Yeah, I wasn't too into it though. Yeah, I think so. I think we talked about it because I kind of liked it. Um, I, I find the villain books kind of interesting because it's like, you know, what can you do? How do you sell a, a book about a villain where, you know, they're like a scumbag and, you know, we're not supposed to root for them. So it's, it, I, I find it interesting that we have like Kingpin and Bullseye and, you know, you have to do something to make people care even yeah. though they're supposed to be like some horrible person so i'm I'm curious how how this is going to go but going back to electra uh, did you read the first issue electra yeah and what did you think of it because i don't know if you... i, I love the first issue okay because i i started reading and i think i didn't finish i do have a uh, the j scott campbell exclusive version from that mm-hmm. he's because he's he often does like his own covers you know like, like comic stores do their own exclusive covers so yeah. J. Scott Campbell does his own covers and sells on his website because, you know, why not? And I think the the whole thing is, you know, you have to pay X amount of dollars, you know, or you need to, I think you need to pay or, or, or I think you need to order a certain number of copies in order to get your own cover, like your own exclusive. You know, so Marvel will say, yeah, yeah, you want to do one, but you have to order like 5,000 copies or whatever, some crazy amount. So like if you or I want to do our own exclusive cover, it's not going to happen. 
Yeah. So, um, did you read Man Thing? I didn't read anything this week. Remember, oh, I wasn't joking. Okay. So I, I, I literally read zero things. Um, I'm not the biggest Man Thing fan. You don't like Man Things? Yeah. So I, 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 there's a main story and then like a backup that's like maybe two or three pages. And what is weird about this? Okay, so how much do you are, have you read a lot of Man Thing? No, I'm more of a Swamp Thing guy. Okay, there's some similarities, and you know it's 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 debatable like who was created first. They were almost created like the same time, and it goes back and forth. And because um, I remember looking up a bunch of this the stuff about it. But anyways, so it starts off, man things like like thinking and talking. Has he always been silent? It's like he's always yeah he's never talked and everything. And then you you find out he's he's in like a, a TV show like filming something. And then then the guys the the director is like it's like yeah we're gonna have to cancel the show your numbers aren't good you scare people. And he's like what what's going on and and you know sort of kind of playing off the whole Hollywood you know every. You know they want to do you know properties on everyone, but then he's he's like, but but I had to work hard to to remember my past and remember how to talk and all this stuff. So basically, you know, because the, the the director is calling him Ted. I'm like Ted, so I had to look him up on Comic Vine, and, and his name was Theodore. You know, and then then it goes into his origin, how he first you know, started. And again, there's some similarities to Swamp Thing and, you know, they were trying to make a, like a super soldier serum and then these guys tried stealing it. And I think he ended up having to take it or, or whatever. But it's, it's like, he's walking around and people are like, like, Oh, look at that guy. He's stinky. And it was just really weird because, you know, you're used to, you know, he who knows fears burns at the touch of man thing or whatever that, that phrase was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make of, of, of this. So and it was R.L. Stein that that wrote it. Oh, really? I think so. Is that that correct? Um, yeah, yeah, sounds right. Yeah, because yeah, I remember when when it was announced, and, and I was like, hmm, I, I was never a, a Goosebumps uh, person. You you may have been a little old for it. I was. I felt like I was too old for it when it came out, but I still read it. Yeah, so I, I think I was too old for it. Let's see. Nova is interesting. The the, the way this book is because it has Richard Rider and Sam Alexander, so it's mm-hmm. it's. Not like split down the middle, but it is split between the two where you have Sam. Uh, he he goes on a date with that new girl in school that he had a crush on. And then uh, Nova or Richard Ryder runs into Gamora, who, you know, she's still on Earth and you know she wants to kill Thanos. So, you know, they they used to be together before he died. And, you know, and she's wondering, you know, uh, Star-Lord came back and Thanos came back and then he was gone for years and then now he's back and he hasn't tried to find her. So there's all of that stuff. Um, Old Man Logan. Uh, this was a, a weird issue. So it was a different artist is one thing, so that that's always weird. But, you know, we have to get used to that. He's, like, breaking into this prison trying to break someone out and all these guards are, like, trying to stop him or anything like that. And then... Like finally towards the end, he runs into this other hero that you wouldn't really expect, but and then it's like, you know, why why is he you know trying to break this person out? And it it goes back to, um, I believe it was a previous issue. So when he had those visions, mm-hmm. and and he saw uh, baby Bruce Hulk, that something happens, and 
the baby Hulk turns into like this evil ruler type of thing. I think that mm-hmm. was, was shown. So it's like he he feels like he needs to go back to the wastelands and save the baby. And you know he's trying to go to you know he goes to Ileana. He goes you know Doctor Strange. He's he's trying to get everyone to like hey I need to go back. And they're like no that's not a good idea. You know just just accept that you're here type of thing. No one wants to help him. So he's breaking into super duper max prison to get someone that's, that will help him. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, I tried loading Spider-Man Deadpool this morning, but it would not work on my, huh. my iPad. It's like, see, I get an error. It says um, it's either corrupt or missing on the server. So this is part two. I believe this is part two of Till Death Do Us. So Deadpool and his wife are not getting along. So bad things are happening. Um, Dr. Afra came out. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Also, I'm behind on those. And I think that is it. Just about it for Marvel. Going into DC. Um, I want to get into spoilers maybe for Action Comics 975. Although, Go nuts. <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll save that one for the end. Um, just because it's spoilers and, and everything. Um, Detective Comics 952. So Shiva, Lady Shiva, is in town. And as people are probably aware, she is Cassandra Kane's mother. So there's a lot of that coming. Uh, last issue, Batman, that the mayor was killed. And it, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I love the series. I didn't, it wasn't crazy how this scene played out. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, Batman arrives there and sees him. He's like, I th- I'm pretty sure it was a mirror, but he's like stuck to the wall with like swords or something like that. You know, he's he's like dying. He's like, Ugh. and then the police arrive just as he dies. So, of course, what do they think? <coughs> they think that Batman killed him. Because Batman kills all the time. Yeah. And so now... Uh, it has to do with, you know, there's this list of people that were targeted before. It has to do with the colony or something like that. So, like, like Commissioner Gordon has been taken away, and Batman is now wanted. He's being hunted because they, they think he's a killer. But it's it's really Lady Shiva and the uh, League of, of Assassins. I almost said the League of Shadows. It's like, what's the difference? Just get, get whatever. And, you know, so she's there to check in on her daughter to see if her daughter is is worthy of going back to you know or being with her being in the league and all this stuff so there's some cool moments it's lot, lots of fighting um earth 2 society is still going on did you know that i actually had no idea when you said earth 2 society i'm like oh i remember that book and I'm like oh it's still a book that's what I, I i feel bad i was i was like that book is still going but then i i i didn't download it on my my iPad, but then I looked at at the information. So Dab Dan Abnett has been writing it. This was the series finale. Okay. So I actually think I should read this one. Not I don't know when I will since I have I'm so behind. Basically, can learn you know what's the final fate of Batman and everyone else. Justice League of America number two. Oh crap! I don't think I read this one. Um, did you read the first issue? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I, I, I think, especially compared to Justice League. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's different. 
Um, it's it's a weird team. Like I don't know how I feel about Lobo being on the team because one, you know, he's just so evil and he's over the top. But you know, he's he's there. Um, I really like uh, Killer Frost. Like seeing like what what's happening with her. And we have Vixen. We have Ray, and we have uh, Adam, and of course Batman. So I'm I'm intrigued with this book. What's going to happen? Um, see, Justice League Power Rangers number three came out. I actually realized I never read number two. Um, I'm I don't know how I fell so far behind. Um, New Superman came out. Scooby Apocalypse, Red Hood and Outlaws, Suicide Squad, <coughs> Supergirl, Superwoman, Titans. All these books came out. I did read The Flash. So this uh, I believe is a uh, part one. It's Sins of the Father. So this is dealing with Wally West, the other Wally West, New 52 Wally West, because he recently discovered that Danny West is actually his father because I guess he always believed that Danny was his uncle. And, you know, he, he knew that, that Danny wasn't the most... Um, out, what, what's the word? Jeez. He, he wasn't, like, the best role model. You know, he, he got into trouble. He got, you know, he, as we saw him before, you know, he got arrested. He went to jail. I think he was in jail for five years or something. You know, he, he, he knows that his uncle wasn't perfect, but, you know, they got along. But now knowing that he was actually his dad, you know, he's like, why did he lie to me? And, you know, now he's in jail again because he became a reverse flash. And they, uh, so Flash Barry goes to talk to him. And they're like, okay, let's, you know, let's go and talk. And he's like, I already snuck into the prison. He wasn't there because he was going to try to talk to him. They found out he was transferred to a prison in Louisiana. Uh-huh. You know what prison's in Louisiana? Uh, Bell, uh, what is Yeah. yeah. Reeve. So, because uh, he was, you know, Reverse Flash was in Suicide Squad for however long in the mm-hmm. old previous series. But, you know, it's like, where's he been now? So um, basically, Barry's like, "Oh, he's there." Since you know they just had the crossover, so they're gonna go there and to see what happens. Um, Wonder Woman number eighteen. I started reading this, and I was just like, "Is this in the present or in the past?" I was like, "What's going on?" Because I, especially you know, being behind and not knowing what I'm reading, I had no idea. But then luckily, it, there was little captions like 20 months since she first arrived" or something like that. So this is dealing with a. Uh, her her friendship with Cheetah, with with Robert, because they're like really good friends, and everything like that. And, you know, something happened. You know, why did she turn into Cheetah, and why did she hate Wonder Woman so much, and and all that? So we're seeing more of how that that plays out. So that was 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 interesting. Um, Destro came out. Yeah, so I guess that is about it, except for Action Comics. Um, I don't know if I should. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna wait, save that for the very end. Um, but I do want to ask you: Did you see the Wonder Woman trailer? Yeah, I think I did. You think it came out on Saturday? Um, maybe. What? What? What did it air on? Um, it. It. I guess it played during the well. They sh- it was really weird. So they they it aired during the Kids Choice Awards on Nickelodeon, 
uh, my friends and I were all drinking and watching that. <laughs> but because, you know, my, my daughter was, you know, because I mentioned it. She's like, yeah, I, I kind of want to watch that. And because it, it was supposed to air at five because that that's when, you know, they're like, there's going to be a new Wonder Woman trailer at 5 p.m. Pacific. Looking at I thought our, it aired towards the tail end of the Kids' Choice Awards. Well, it was during. Um, but what was weird is Kids' Choice it didn't they, it didn't show out here until like eight. Really, or something like that. So we ended up like, well, let's just record it so you know we can fast forward through commercials and whatever. And then we ended up not watching it Saturday night. We watched Beetlejuice because don't I, say that two more times. <clears throat> actually, I already said it once. But I, there's, oh. there's a, I don't know what the time limit is, you know. Like, well, you have to say it in a row. Yeah, so it's not like I say it and then you know, ten minutes later, if I say it again, that's two. So, so we. Well, you could say you could say Beetlejuice, and then wait ten minutes without saying anything, and then say Beetlejuice again because I believe at one point there's. Well, you just said it twice now. But I had words in between. Mm. I said you could say Beetlejuice and then wait ten minutes and say know. Beetlejuice. Like I said, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, and then immediately said Beetlejuice again. I don't know. Somebody stop me. That's the mask. Um, yeah, so so because I, I got a Funko Pop of Beetlejuice. Of who? <laughs> Your mom. And okay. That's weird that Funko's making um, a pop uh, a figure out of my mom. Yeah, I guess. It was, it was a, a Hot Topic exclusive. Oh, my mom is always a Hot Topic. Yeah. Uh, the reason I got it is they they had this they had uh, four different Funkos and they had they were like kind of blind box they were like mystery so it's like you didn't know who you were gonna get so they had they had uh, glow in the dark Beetlejuice in um, the dude's clothes the, the checkered shirt because there's one scene where he he looks like like Alec Baldwin who Alec Baldwin looked like his younger brother at the because it was so long ago yeah. Um, you could get him. A gl- no, he didn't glow in the dark. Pinhead glowed in the dark. Um, there's a Jason Voorhees, and then there's a what's his name from Clockwork Orange, and I think there's a Chase, or maybe he was a Chase, or something. Anyways, so there's four of them, and you know it was random. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna get two of them. I really want Pinhead and Jason Voorhees. I got Beetlejuice and Pinhead, but Beetlejuice is cool, and. Uh, so then I realized that I, when I got it, I showed my daughter, and she had no idea. Excuse me. <laughs> Did you like that? Mm-hmm. She had no idea who he was. So I, I, you know, got the DVD, and I hadn't seen the movie since you know it first came out. So um, it's been sitting there. She's like, "Oh, let's watch that." And then last night we watched. I, I, I told everyone we watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So nice. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Kids Choice Awards with John Cena. Oh, John Cena. So at some point, you know, they they had a pre-record, like a recorded mess. I don't know if it was pre-recorded. Maybe it was live. But Gail Gadot and Chris Pine, um, they were like, "Sorry, can't be there." But you know, we want to sh- show you this trailer. You know, and all this. That what they showed there was very concise. It was not the full. Tra- the trailer is like over two minutes. And so, yeah, it came out Saturday. So I did a, a I did a, a breakdown Saturday night. Using and I people are hearing this again. Using my insight from when I went to London, so I was able. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that scene mean? This is what it really means. This is what's going on there. Since you know they they told us a bunch of stuff. So that trailer, 
read my my breakdown. You should read my breakdown. Break it down. I guess I'm trying to think. Did you see Kong Skull Island? Oh, I didn't get to go to the movies this weekend. I didn't either. This, I recorded a bunch of podcasts instead. Um, and then Friday is Beauty and the Beast. And I think Train Spotting is this Friday. Mm-hmm. Because we, we talked about last week where it's like, is it this Friday? Or maybe that's where we came up. I don't remember. I there's a different date. It's like, is it the end of the month or is it? Anyways, that's coming out. And Iron Fist. So I talked a little bit about that. Um, and Logan was not the number one movie. It was number two. What was Kong Skull Island? Oh, of course it was. I yeah. think it did like sixty million, and and Logan did like thirty seven million. All right, we have one question mm-hmm. uh, from D nine thousand. So yeah, the I I got to get the email fixed. There's something going on with the the podcast email. Um, so I would say, you know, tweet us, um, post on the, the Supermassive Facebook page, or, um, or if you're on, on site, put a comment. Like if you won't have a question for next week, put, you can put your question on this week's episode in the forums. And, and just put on the episode rather than the actual podcast thread. Because this way it'll be immediately, and then we'll just you know next before we start recording next Monday, we'll check the comments for this episode to see if there's anything there. So Twitter, Matt and I on Twitter, um, Facebook, and and Comic Vine. So those are your your three choices, or just yell really loudly. Mm-hmm. I'll hear you. All right. So D nine thousand says, "Hey, dum dums, if you haven't done so already, can you please let us know your thoughts on Riverdale?" I'm watching on Netflix currently, and I really don't like it. So I think it's showing on Netflix in Canada, like outside the U.S. Yeah, he he and I had a conversation about this. Yeah, because I I saw it on the the, the press thing. It's like Netflix. I was like, what are they going to show? What? Um. So he said. That being said, I'm watching it regularly because my wife likes it, and I get to remind her to, of a character's name when she forgets. You are not watching it, right? No, I have not watched it at all yet. <laughs> Um, I I I kind of dig it. It is it is very different. So I'm not sure why D nine thousand doesn't like it, but um, I'm curious. You know, it's it's a teen drama show, and you know there there's lots of weird stuff going on and and darkness and, and all that. And the characters are, you know, there's there's some departures from the comic book counterparts. Um, but I I'm intrigued enough with the plot. You know who 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 is the killer of the person that was killed in the first episode which i won't spoil in case you haven't read it or read it or watched it um but even though the most of the characters are just very different i i don't i don't mind it um I, I'm, I'm curious about that and the funny thing is joey joey famelli mm-hmm. he's he's watching it because um i think his wife was into archie stuff because you know every once in a while he would like pick her up a comic at a convention when he he was with us but he's like watching it and, you know, like, so we'll like tweet each other about the show. So, um, the 9000s. Oh, here he goes. My feeling is that the writing, visual style and acting are all very good. So overall it's well-made young adult high school murder mystery drama. The problem is that I'm not looking for a show like this at all. I also feel like the show uses the characters names and location from Archie comics, but only barely uses the motivations and characteristics of the actual characters. <clears throat> Sometimes they go so far as to create a whole new person and simply um, give them a fam- familiar name in the case of Miss Grundy or Chuck. Um, 
I will concede that I'm interested in a murder mystery and who is responsible. He says his money's on Jughead. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. Um, so <laughs> I have to give the show credit for that. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's some, some kind of weird things, you know, the big differences. Um, my thing is, like, I don't think I've seen Jughead eat a single hamburger in this. On the show? Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, where the heck is Hot Dog? Where's his dog, his best friend? Uh, and there's, like, some some family issues with Jughead, which could partly explain. But where the heck is Hot Dog? So, but, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about the show. I like it. My daughter, she was very anti, you know, because it's not like the comics, but but she's into the show now. And there's like some actors that, that she knows, like Cole Sprouse, I think that's his name, the, the guy who plays Jughead. He was in mm-hmm. some other, I don't know if it was a Disney show, like him and his, I think his twin brother or something like that, or something, I don't know what it's called. Like this kid and that kid, something. So people probably know. Um, now, as far as the spoilers, so that is going to be our show for this week. So we will be back next week. Hopefully I won't be coughing next week. So if you have any questions, let us know. And, you know, just check out everything that we've been talking about or I've been talking about. But I want to talk about Action Comics. Are you sure you want me to, you want to sp- hear this, man? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the big mystery is who the heck is this other Clark Kent? Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it last week, but the, there's a, the idea that, that someone came up with is maybe it's Superboy Prime. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not Superboy Prime. Boo! Uh, any other guesses who you think it might be? Uh, the Superman that died earlier? No, it's not, not New 52 Superman. It is, um, it's someone that knows pre- Convergence pre-Flashpoint Superman. Those pre-Flashpoint Superman. So someone that we haven't really seen in the New 52. We Superboy have... Prime! Nope. I don't know. He usually wears a derby hat? Dum Dum Dugan? Nope. Because he's a Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Mixiez Pitalik. Oh, Awesome. So read my copy as soon as we're done. <laughs> so basically, the reason is he's ticked off because he got um I won't say by who he was taken and in prison for a while, and he's like Superman never came looking for me. He's like I used to go and bother him every ninety days, like clockwork. You know, we'd have our little things. And he'd trick me, and I'd go back. And you know, he's he's like Superman will come looking for me, and he never did because he never cared. So. He finally escapes, creates a the Clark Kent persona, and he put a spell on himself to make himself so believe that he was actually Clark Kent. That's how mm-hmm. he's able to pass all his tests and all that. And, and there you go. And he's up to something else, messing with uh, Superman and Lois and John. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Let us know how you feel about it without spoiling it for everyone. Use spoiler tags if you post anything in the comments. Um, but that is our show. So thanks for listening. Thanks for Matt for being able to 
jump in. Jump in last minute. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Um, <laughs> I'll go back to lying down in bed and working today. Yeah. All right, so we will do this again next week. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>